Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the Delta Green tabletop role-playing game rules by Art Dream Publishing. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. Listeners should know that this podcast will include mature themes and scenes. All content, including names, places, events, companies, military organizations, and etc., which may bear resemblance to entities living, dead, or redacted, is completely coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your handler. Thank you for joining us again on the episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I am your handler this evening, Michael Diamond, and we are back with Ocel as we play through, we'll just say, another investigation, another operation with Ocel. And in doing so, we'll invite you, the listener, to check out what we have to offer on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Old Ways Podcast. And make sure that you're subscribed on YouTube as we have a big giveaway coming up. And now we will start with our agents to my right. Hi, this is Miranda, and I play Dr. Aaron Weber, and I don't know how I expected our stakeout to go or end, but it wasn't like that. No, dead birds and all, it was not like that at all. To Dr. Weber's right. Hi, I'm your friend Nate. I'm playing Elliot Winters, Special Agent for the U.S. Department of State. After a much too active stakeout at the Garrettson Mansion, I've got a sleeping agent in my car. Got a lot on my mind. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly. Lots on your mind. Uh, to Agent Winners, right? Hi, this is Allie, and I play Agent Joanne Hart, and I'm the one who's sleeping in the car. Hmm. Interesting. And last, but most certainly not least. Hi, my name is Tegan, and I'm playing Brett Hawking, Young Buck, and my new nickname is going to be Tight Escapes. We'll see how that works out for you. So we are going to pick up at the hotel with Dr. Weber and Special Agent Brett Hawking of the NCIS and their hotel rooms, room perhaps. Not sure how they are uh, comporting themselves now, but they've just come out of a very tense situation. They've driven away from the Garrison Mansion and are probably finally starting to feel that feeling in your stomach when the adrenaline starts to wear off. A sort of sick, knotted thing that exists in a space where you wish it wouldn't and you don't know if you're going to throw up or you need to drink something or maybe you need to eat something. You're a little frayed. That's really the best term I can give it. What the fuck happened, Brett? What What the fuck was that? I I don't I don't know what we saw or heard or there's something really f- fucked up in that house. Yeah, that's what we do. We deal with fucked up shit. You're chill, you're safe, you're calm now. I've only dealt up with fucked up shit like one other time and it was with you. So I I guess I'm just not as engrossed in the fu- the fucked upness. Yeah, your end value for that is pretty low. It's two freaking times. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I'm not used to this shit. Well, okay. So you just everywhere. Does this is this going to happen every time we are on a job or whatever the fuck this is together that we're just going to hear shit and see shit that might be there, might not be there, and there's dead birds, and I have to carry the dead bird. Aaron. What? If there wasn't weird shit, the local PD would be handling it. Not a handful of random government officials 
who got pulled into what do you even call this a friggin conspiracy to handle this on the down low what the fuck are they gonna do with those kids Brett I don't fuck Aaron I don't I don't know and Winters and Hart they did you even see Hart or I guess we have Winters' number we could just call him I'm already calling I'm already calling okay and like I'm I'm and thumbing it out on the little Nokia. You do hear a phone beep in the backseat. Look, I'm calling Hart. <laughs> I don't answer that phone because I'm passed out in the backseat. Is it do you have it on vibrate? Are you just getting like the voobs or what's going on? I don't know. Handler, would I wake up to my phone vibrating? Uh sure. Oh, what's where I'm gonna slowly open my eyes. I'm gonna look for my phone. Uh, hello? Are you secure? I'm gonna like take a look around and notice I'm in a car. I think so. Where are you? In a car. Who's driving? No one. We're the car stopped. Okay. Okay, that's not the end of the world. Are you still at the site? Look out the window. Tell me where you're at. Give me a street sign or some shit. Do I notice Winters is in the car at this point? <laughs> like, if I, like, sit up? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sitting next to you, and I'm just watching you take this phone call. You're in a parking lot. You are staring out the wind. The front windshield is an apartment building, townhouse, and I'm just watching you as you stumble through this conversation. I'm just gonna stare at Winters, like, oh, that makes sense, I guess. What makes sense? What's going on? I'm, I'm in Winters' car. Okay. I nod. Where's Winters? Right, right here, right next to me. Give him the, oh Jesus Christ, give him the fucking phone. I'll hand the phone over. Who's this? It's Brett. What's your status? We're just taking a little bit of a rest. Agent Hart, when I located her, was a little bit out of her mind, so I got her into the car, got out of that place. I don't think anyone saw us. And I drove us both to a safe location. I was just waiting for her to come out of it and see when she came out of it, what happened. Any injuries? I mean, she scratched up, but I don't see any real injuries that give me any concern. Looks like she tried to tear through a drywall wall with her face. Oh, wait, was it the thing? Agent Hart, do you recall, were you attacked? Or was this all self-inflicted? The last thing I remember was I I was talking to something about how <laughs> just about my sister. Yeah, just a second, ma'am. And I'm going to get out of the car close the door. I'm going to take a couple steps. Brett, these things were fucking with us, and I'm pretty sure they fuck with Agent Hart. 
I'm pretty sure it put a little bit of a torture on her. Didn't hurt her too bad, but... And she was completely out of her mind. She's coming back to it, but this thing is mean. And whatever these things are, they, they were intentionally fucking with us. They fucked with me when I went up there as well. Here's my recommendation, okay? Go to a Walgreens and go get some bottles of isopropyl alcohol and clean those wounds out. It's going to hurt like a bitch, but we don't know anything. That's a good point. Yeah, it, it got me a little bit too when I dangled my dumb ass in the, in the vent. That's a, good, that's a good idea. I was worried about heart. Are you okay? I don't feel bad, but you know how an infection starts? Starts real slow. It's just like bankruptcy, right? You're not infected until all of a sudden you is. So I don't know what's going to go on. Well, the symptoms aren't metaphors, so that's good. Okay. Here's what I'm going to need you to do. I'm going to need you to burn the shit off of that off your skin with some alcohol. And then if you notice any symptoms yourself, I need you to text me so that I can make sure that you are secure. Good. That sounds good. That sounds good. Hey, I ain't, I ain't texting that Weber either. Every time you text that damn person, she calls you back on the phone, to, wants to talk to you. We'll try and get, get it through her head. When you, when you, when you send a person to text, it's because you don't want to talk to them. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. It's been a busy night. Yeah. Okay. Let me know when you're safe. All right. <laughs> are you coming back to meet up with us? What are you doing? Are you laying low somewhere else? No, no. Now that heart's back up. I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to get the stuff like you said. We'll hoof it up to the hotel first and then take care of these wounds there. I don't want to be doing this in the car. It seems suspicious. Our luck tonight, this, that's when the police will roll on by and then we'll get taken in for, I don't know, necking in New York City. No, you're fine. I'm not sleeping tonight anyways, so I'll just, I'll just stay up. I'm going to keep an eye on this bullshit. Thank you, nursemaid Brett. I appreciate you. Not a fucking nursemaid. I'm worried that you're going to fucking have rabies or some shit, and I don't know what to do. About, I don't fucking know what to do about rabies. It's a term of endearment. Oh, and it's, it's a series of shots. We don't want to get into that yet. I'm going to take your advice. I'll see you, and I'll hang up. Yeah. Slide back into the car. Hand the phone back to Agent Hart. All right, we got a little bit of a plan. And just, just relax yourself. I'm going to drive over to a store, get some supplies. We're going to go meet up with the rest of them at the hotel. You feeling all right, though? You, you, you wake up. It, you're okay? You okay if we drive right now? Yeah, you could. You could drive. Okay. Just lean back. Just lean back and, and go ahead and keep resting. We, we, got, we got a little bit of time. And handler, that's what we will do. We'll go find a drugstore, get some... ISO and then go back to our hotel. Okay. Sounds good to me. So over at the hotel, Weber, after Hawking is off the phone, how are you processing having nearly destroyed an entire wall of drywall? That's not a regret. I don't have any problems with that. But there will be a bare spot on the carpet where Weber is pacing back and forth and kind of going through in her mind what she thinks, a lot of mumbling about like, I still think we have to get in that basement. There has to be a basement. You're lying to us. There's got to be a basement in that place. 
I don't know. I, I thought I could have gone through the walls and we could have just dropped down the basement or maybe there's outside access, but there's something wrong with the fucking house. And I, I, I swear it's in that basement. And she's really perseverating on needing to get deeper into this house. Interesting. Pacing and perseverating. The two P's of success. So you're wearing, quickly wearing a hole in the carpet from all of your panicked sort of frenetic energy being let out. This is on full display for you, of course, Agent Knocking. You're watching somebody who is just having a hard time dealing with the situations that have been presented themselves and just needs to figure out how to compartmentalize. You bring out a whole lot of really big words from your time in, in school, and you can just watch them all. Yep, that would be useful. It'd be real, be real useful if she knew how to do that. You're a little worried. I'll just put it that way. I'm just going to turn on the TV and put it on like TBS and just kind of crank that up so that people nearby and other rooms hear television instead of Aaron's ramblings. If it's anything like modern TBS, Ghostbusters 2 will be on. It's eight o'clock. So we'll say that there's uh, likely sports. We'll say that the NBA right now is on TBS. The Boston Celtics are playing the Orlando Magic. Go Magic. Fuck the Celtics. But yeah, there's a ball game on now. Or a basketball game, rather. Agent Weber, it doesn't really help you. It, it puts in a shitload of background noise. Yeah, that's nice. It might drown me out a little bit. Just a bit. So, Winters and Hart, any, you're just heading directly over to the hotel after you get some isopropyl then? I guess so. Okay. You head over to the hotel. So, about 45 or so later... After getting off the phone with them, honking, um, they arrive. Okay, so I have grabbed a one of the scrubby rags, you know, one of those little washcloths, and it's already all rolled up. And I'm just like ha- handing it to Elliot, and I'm like, if they need to bite something. All right, thank you. Set my plastic bags down. I give a bottle to Agent Hart. I take my own bottle. We also brought some nice, soft uh, Walgreens paper towel. Not soft at all. Open that up. We're going to do an isopropyl sponge bath. Mm-hmm. Okay. And begin. You're going to begin with Agent Hart? Um, I'm going to do my own damn self. Agent Hart can do her own damn self. Okay. You begin with your own wounds, Elliot, and it makes you want to break something. The wounds feel like lava coursing through your veins when you put isopropyl on them. You can even feel the puffiness in the skin almost immediately. There's a sizzle to the top of your flesh. I won't deal you any direct hit point damage because of it, but I will say that it does take quite a bit for you to feel like you are clean. Uh, Little bits of drywall are in there, perhaps some wood shavings as well, because of course there's all sorts of just unimaginable nastiness that probably gets under their claws, whatever the raccoon was. I think I had originally looked at that rag with a little bit of a smirk. Well, yeah, whatever, Brett. And in about 30 seconds, I've rolled it up. I've put it into my mouth. I'm making sounds around it and I'm trying not to make 
as loud and as, I guess, as big a noise as I really want to as I work this. You need to bite a pillow. You want, I got a pillow here. You can be a pillow biter. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you need someone to get your back for you? Leave me alone. Yeah, it, it takes a good solid five, ten minutes for you to do all of yourself. But you do. You get there all the way. And then you have to sit in just a rickety wooden hotel chair. You know, like the one with the padding that is totally like 10 years gone and there's no comfort in it at all. And you maybe question your choices in life. Oh, I give it I give it five minutes just to sort of sizzle and bake. And then I go into the bathroom and I get into the shower. Just fuck this. Okay. Who's next in the pain chair? Oh, probably me, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Hey, and I'm like snapping my fingers in front of trying to make sure that like Hart's got some cognizance here. Hey, Hart. How you doing? I'm... It's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's... But it's not, though. So here's what's going to happen. Oh, calm down. We'll get there. It's fine. That's fine. All right. You were going to get you cleaned up, okay? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hey, uh, Weber, uh, I'm going to need you to help me. How much do you weigh? En enough. Okay, cool. I'm going to want you to, like, hold Hart's hand. Oh. And possibly arms. Okay. So, like, just down, just hold her down. You, you do realize I'm coherent enough for this conversation, right? Yeah, no, it's, it'll be it'll be fine, Hart. So, I'll just kind of go over and gently put my arms on Hart's arms, and we'll start in that kind of a hold, just arms really close into the body and push down. And then, if necessary, I'm going to flip on over and straddle Hart to hold her down. But not it might not be necessary. So it's just a plan in my head if I ha if if it comes to that. So Hart got scratched up pretty bad. Yeah, where at? Face, arms. I think that was it, right? Because my like my clothes weren't shredded. Right. Face, probably forearms, maybe hands. I'm gonna politely check for more than face and forearms by just doing a Hey, I'm, I'm not no funny business. I'm just doing a pat down and I'm looking for any time they wince. I mean, I won't make the decisions for them, but I will say that there are no other parts on their torso that are subject to the same marks. So there might not be anything other reaction other than whatever reaction heart would give you. Agent Hawking, I am not a child. Okay, cool. Are you bleeding anywhere else then? I don't know. I might soon. Okay, cool. Hey, here's a towel. Take off your pants. Check your legs. Check your feet. Check your ankles. I don't have any pain there, Hawking. Trust me, I would... I'm pretty sure that I would know if I were injured in general because there would be pain. 
Yeah, you're using full and complete sentences that are longer than four words now. So yeah, I'm gonna take that that you're you're aware of that. All right, cool. I'm gonna help you with your arms, okay? I I want to like disinfect the scratches on their forearms. Yeah, you hate this, Agent Ward, with the power of a thousand suns. This is no fun. This is all bad. There is no relief unless there's something about Agent Ward you'd like to reveal as far as like a masochistic tendency. Nope. This is bad. It is unfun. And you get sort of the same reaction from your skin as Agent Winters did, right? It, it puffs up in certain areas. It looks really infected is the wrong word. I would just say the abrasions seem to raise a little bit on your face. Oh, I feel really attractive right now. Yeah, well, I got some of that. Hey, Winters, in my pack is some ibuprofen. Why don't you pop no more than 800 milligrams of that and then chuck four of those horse pills over here? Are you shouting that through the bathroom door where I'm taking a shower? Yeah, when you're done in the shower. And I will yell out, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, thanks, Brett. Okay, that'll at least help with some inflammation. I'm gonna clean out the wounds on your face, and it's gonna suck. But if you hold still, I can do it fast. Is that okay? Well, yeah, since I'm being held down and I don't have a mirror, I suppose it must be. They're not they're not holding you down. They're supporting you emotionally. Yeah, I don't really feel supported emotionally. Mm, support would be if I had my hand wrapped around their shoulders, not with their hands grasping my shoulders. Okay, we're going to stop with the talking and get on to the cleaning now. Ugh. I don't like any of this. Yeah, you like this less than your arms and hands. A lot, lot less. But that said, clearly Hawking has had some medical training because it's, it's fairly effective. You get the same sort of reaction from those little parts on her face where you really have to get in there, um, you know, Q-tip and whatnot. Yeah, you look like you could visit a horror movie set and probably fit in as an extra. Actually, your right eye gets a little red and it sort of swells just a little bit. Swell. Okay, so Elliot, you're uh, out of the shower. I guess who's next? This is great and all, but what the fuck are we going to do now? We've got an eclipse on the new moon coming up. These kids have been kidnapped. There's fucking weird shit in that house. I feel, still feel like we got to get in the basement. This is great. You all should have had your rabies shots. I know I did because of all of my work with rescued birds. So I'm good with the medical stuff. But like, we got to, we, we have to do something, don't we? I mean, probably. If we get into the basement and the kids are there, get the kids out and then blow up the building like we did with the McAllister. It's how we got rid of the other problem. I don't know if that's going to work two times in a row, though. I feel like that's going to be pretty suspicious to just have another building blow up in town. Winners, I got to ask, is this your hotel room? I don't think it is. So you got zero in the way of change of clothes. No, I'm putting the same clothes on. Same dirty, gross, blood-stained, my blood, heart's blood clothes on that I've been wearing all night. 
Yeah, you reach down, pick up those dirty clothes you've been wearing all night. And there's an awful lot of blood on them, just in different places. And you mentally go through the list of people's blood who's likely on these clothes, and you list Thomas as amongst them. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Handler? I do turn my underwear inside out so as to get a fresh pair for another day. You put your pants on just like everybody else does, one leg at a time. Get yourself, you know, looked at in the mirror. And when you come eyes to that mirror, in the other side of that mirror, David's staring back at you. Blank. You blink out of just sheer stunned nature, and he's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, this has happened, and every time I come into something even slightly stressful, I'm seeing this thing. I'm gripping the sink. I'm sorry, David. David, it was the job. It was the job. It was responsibility. It, you were in the wrong place, wrong time, David. And I know you can't forgive me. I don't expect it. And I am going to do right by your family, by your parents. David, they're still looking for you, I know. And when the time is right, when it's appropriate, when I can, I am going to do what I can to set their mind at ease so at least they know not to keep looking. You've been doing this a lot. Winners, you're, you're suddenly getting sort of from self-realization here. You've been doing a lot of talking to empty rooms recently. A drink probably be real good right about now. Bust out, clap my hands together. Weber, I think you're exactly right. We need to be action forward on this. We got work to do, and we are the ones that are here to do it. And I'm putting on a very brave and fake face, because really what I want to do is crawl back into the bottle for about a week. We, do we need to go back to the house? I Maybe in the daytime? Well, you got the calendar. When is that new moon? How much time do we have? Is it tonight? No, the eclipse event, which you're at this point sort of keyed in on, does not happen for a few more days. I think you've got about a week until it arrives. This garrison place seems to be the hotbed, but I want us all to maybe take a step back and think we're focused on the garrison place because it was very scary tonight and because we've been in another scary place before sort of reminds us all of that there was no way to get into a basement we tried the sewer there was no access there where there's no if we're going to get into a basement in that building it looks like we're gonna have to come come in with a jackhammer which is certainly not going to be quiet and is certainly not going to be welcomed by the construction crew there are we 100% certain that that's what we need to get into? I think we also had a little bit of an inkling of an idea that maybe there was something going down by the water. And that's something we could also check out. We got to move fast. I'm with you, Weber. We, we've only got a few days. Also, we all got an eyeful of those things. If those babies are being held by those things, I do not think that they are providing childcare of the type that those babies need, and I guess it's not worth going down that, that darkness yet. Well, you have a point. It could be like a number of sacrifices leading up to a single event and not one big group sacrifice if they've been kidnapped over a period of time. So that that was not staying on the positive side that I, I was I was recommending that we do. But yes, that is that is a possibility, I guess. I mean... 
isn't it also I know you want to stay positive winters but isn't it also the most likely unfortunately I got a 50 occult so I'm wondering I think that would make me consider if I'm looking at occult activities sacrifices things like that and make me consider that question okay is this get something each new moon or is this collect a bunch for a big a big offering a big sacrifice all at once I think given your knowledge of the occult you're thinking that it's saving up for something big and given that sort of line of thinking there are a few celestial events that are as big as something like a, an eclipse so yeah it, it seems to reason to you that they're building up so it seems reasonable to me that they're building this up based around this celestial event. Also, if these babies are already dead, then we don't need to be doing any work anyway. No matter what, I'm just going to tell myself. They're kidnapping and in some way saving. They have to be housing these, these, these kids somewhere for this event, this moment. So maybe that's what we should focus on too, is possibly, I mean, kids make noise. Cause a ruckus. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking, Winter's... They're, I mean, those kids are going to be scared. They're going to be crying. They're, I mean, I guess unless they have them knocked out somehow, but they have to be keeping them somewhere that is away or soundproofed enough that, that people around aren't going to ask questions. And they hear all these kids crying all day, assuming they're still alive. So we made a, a right awful mess of the Garretson tonight. On the flip side, it may be a pro. It, it's now an active crime scene. That kid was attacked, injured horribly. Hopefully he survived, but also they have no idea who called in the 911 call. So it's possible they ain't going to be doing no work on that site. Next couple days, at least. If we want to try and bust through that beautiful, freshly poured concrete. And maybe we do some research otherwise. We Now we know that these things, the size, they can squeeze through these walls. They can squeeze through these pipes. Maybe I think one of us talked about possibly getting some records, some water company records and tracing out and seeing if there was a place we could possibly triangulate with some maps. Was that you hard? I don't, I don't remember anymore. Yeah, I mentioned that because we know that there has to be power leading to the, we knew that there had to be power leading to the Garretson and we know that all of the kids were, you know, taken by sewer. At least that's what we imagine anyway. And because of that, it's possible, at least, like I said before, to maybe, maybe trace it. But that's provided that something <laughs> didn't go wrong. So everything that we looked at, how would the kids realistically, like, make it all the way? Because we don't know if all of the places don't narrow. I feel like there's a lot more that we would have to look at than just the sewer line like on a on a floor plan my hand is raised Brett you had something to, to say you have something to add to this the raccoons are like yay big and I put my hands out like a 10 pound turkey the kids are about yay big and I don't move my hands are the raccoons, the kids. And you asked me if I was the one that was stable. N no. 
Brett, elaborate on your chain of thought here. Because what the fuck, son? We're trying to track down a tiny threat that's taking tiny people. What if the threat and the thing that's missing is the same thing? So then these babies is being kidnapped, taken somewhere, transformed into these god-awful raccoon monster things. I'm not saying that's what's happening. I'm just saying, what if that's the fucking missing piece? That is the worst thing I've heard. And I've heard a lot of terrible things the last few days. God. Yeah, I don't want to be right either. I'm upset at you for putting it in my head. The 10 o'clock news comes on. In it, there is a initial report of a body being found at a construction site. At the old Garretson Mansion under redevelopment. The police are investigating, and as soon as Channel 5 knows more, we'll communicate it to you. It sort of breaks the conversation as all of our agents' ears peek at the idea that Garretson Mansion might be a little unavailable for the next little while. You guys found someone? Like there was somebody there? Yeah, there was a there was a kid. They said body. They didn't they didn't say someone wounded taken to a hospital. If we found that that Thomas kid that was working there was off in the back room. So he died. Some bitch, he died. I made the I, it's my fault. It's my fault. I made the call. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's uh, these things faults. It's my fault we can't get to the fucking mansion. I called Dude was dying. All right. Any other scenario other than one of these fucking meetups. And that's exactly what I would do. I'd call EMT. It was it was a busy I, I don't even know if you called. I, I know that we, I think we all were on board with that plan, regardless of who actually made the phone call. Did you, hey, Weber, did you bring that bird back or did you toss it? No, you told me to, you told me to put it in a trash can. All right. So, what the hell was that bird doing in there? Was this some sort of voodoo shit going down? Well, I don't know. Maybe it flew in and got disoriented like us. Birds are very smart, but they're sensitive. And if the uh, like electromagnetic stuff in there and other thing, it could have the bird could have just flew into the, the wall repeatedly until it died. Or what? But wasn't that bird missing a head? Yeah. Now, I don't want to impinge upon your bird expertise here, Weber, but do you think that bird ran itself into a wall and took his head off? I don't know the ra- the raccoons did it, or I don't know. I don't know, Winners. Well, this one out to child bird sacrificing cult is what you're telling me. No, no, no. My head's going to a different place. What if Tomas had an idea about some spooky shit going down and he brought this bird in? Because he, he had a, a different plan. Winners, roll a cult. Let's see what we get. It is a 45 under 50. So close. Close to a critical, but it's still a success, which is really important. You, in your mind, begin to walk back through the idea of there being a bird and, and then its head being missing. And then that doesn't make any sense, at least in the the moment when you start the conversation. And you remember being, we'll just say, south of the border, 
And you remember hearing stories about all sorts of things that people might do to take evil spirits and, and keep them at peace. And you remember a process in voodoo where there is a way to pacify a spirit by offering it this life in exchange as a sort of peace offering. And that birds are very commonly used for this practice, this type of practice, in a way to appease the spirit. Somehow, you have remembered that as part of the things that you studied, part of the weird stuff you did before your current posting, people believed a lot of strange stuff down there. And um, this lines up to quiet that spirit. It's not just the beheaded pigeon, though. It's the cowrie shells as well. It's those shells found at the same place in the same time near Tomas's body. The concern, of course, is that with whatever happened to him, did it work? Hard to say. But with hearing voices still within the Garretson mansion, signs might point to no. Oh, good news, Weber. I just realized we might have some more bird work to do in the future. I, I don't know if that's the kind of bird work I wanted do the winners what are you saying and i will recount this recollection this idea based on things that i had seen and experienced when i was working more drug enforcement activities in the southern reaches yeah but i mean he was trying to do that and he got killed he did but heart did not Mm-hmm. so maybe we see if we can have a conversation with the gomez family Maybe we do a little bit of research on that. Maybe it did work, and if it hadn't, we would have all been wiped out by these things. We certainly had zero luck in our more active and upfront approach to them. Or maybe it didn't work, but there's something there. There's something that we can take from, and and maybe we can make it work. All right, well, I mean, it sounds like we've got a lot of threads to pull on this now. Between talking to the Gomez family, trying to figure out if we can find a way to find out where these kids might be and kept, checking out down on the waterfront because we think something's going on there, looking into city records, not just sewers, but other things that might run under this building. Probably not going to get in the basement anytime soon, but who knows? Elliot, your phone rings. What is this? Look at it. Does it have a number? Uh, yeah, it's got a number. Looks like it's got a number you've dialed before. Edward Bloomfield. This is the guy. This is this is the foreman from the construction site. All right, all right. Hello, Bloomfield? Yeah, is this Elliot? Do I recognize the voice? Yeah, you do. It's Bloomfield. Okay. How are you doing, Bloomfield? Um... What's what's the situation there? I do not answer that. I don't know. Answer. I don't answer the question directly. I skirt it. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a mess down here. Holy moly! Looks like we had some more kids come through here. Um, they took Thomas to the hospital. I don't. I don't think he made it. Son of a bitch! I got. I got Maxie here with me, trying to answer some of these questions that the the cops have. You mind coming down here and and maybe explaining some of this stuff? Wait, Bloomfield, you told them, you told them about me. You mentioned me to the cops. 
He, he whispers into the phone. You can hear the sound sort of turn away and get quiet. I, I haven't said anything about this, but they're asking me a ton of questions. I've got no idea how to answer. I feel like this is a Noriega trial here. I, I, I feel like Oliver North here. Oh, shit. Listen, do not, do not mention anyone else. Anyone else. Lufil, I'll come down there and I am the only person that you have met or seen. You did not see anyone else with me. You, are, do you understand? I will leave you hanging out to dry and your ass will be in the wind unless we get this very clear. Yeah, no, it, it's crystal it's crystal clear. I won't mention uh, anybody else. I haven't said anything to the cops about you, but I'm just, I'm trying to, to keep this under control and there's an awful lot of questions now. I am local law enforcement with New York City. I will come down there and I will play that angle. And that is exactly in the entirety of our relationship and how you know me is from that. Got it? Right, 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 right. Give me about 30 minutes. Also, I need you, if you can, put your head together with uh, Maxie. Start thinking about how we get into the basement of the Garrison Mansion. Basement? Yeah, I know. I know that you covered it up and everything, but there's a basement down there. Start thinking about how we get in there. I didn't cover it up. It's not covered up. It's filled in. You know there's gaps down there. You know there's holes. And I'll tell you what, I went into the sewer behind and I stuck my head in and I saw with my own eyeballs at least a room down there underneath the mansion. Just think about it. Just think about it. You know the site better than anyone else. Just think about it. Okay, okay. That's what I'm asking in return. I will help you out, but you got to help me out. Uh, all right. Well, well, Max and I will talk about it. Maybe there's maybe there's something that isn't completely filled in. I don't know. I think Maxie has some ideas about it. All right. Hold tight. He hangs up the phone. Well, I know what I'll be doing. The rest of y'all figure out what you're going to be doing. Hopefully, uh, you won't have to bail me out tomorrow. It should be fine. But Okay. Seems like as natural a point as I need to end on this episode. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Old Ways Podcast as we continue our operation with Ocel and certainly we'll get to the bottom of that basement at some point. Thank you and good night.